Hey, what's up everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Another episode of Nerds with Friends, the podcast for nerds by nerds. Don't ever say that, but it needs to be said sometimes. Oh, great. Slur- slurping on the mic to my right is uh, Christian Garcia. All right, man. Let's <laughs> take a sip of that tea. So good. Sip of the tea. M- uh, maybe some news later on it, but. Yeah, more, n- more news regarding tea later. My name is Cody Leach, and uh, we are here to talk some nerdy stuff. We have a big show today. Lots of fun stuff to talk about. Took a week off for Fourth uh, of July to celebrate America. America, <laughs> fuck yeah! Yeah, uh, fireworks are still going off in my neighborhood. Yeah, probably not all fireworks. Yeah. some are gunshots <laughs> for sure. But um, there's some fun stuff to talk about. We're going to talk Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, that's going to be a big chunk of the show. Midsummer. Midsummer, uh, the new movie by uh, the guy who did Hereditary. Ari, uh, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. I don't know. Is it Ari? <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little Stranger Things, but I know that's kind of new, so uh, we won't we won't spoil gonna, that for anyone. We're gonna talk so little, so little of it because I haven't seen any of it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna mention that. Beep dies. <laughs> it's real funny, man. Real funny. <laughs> Uh, and we'll talk a little uh, child's play too. A lot of movies. It's movie season, so gotta talk some of that. But let's start the show as we always do with a couple nerdy confessions. I'll go last because it leads right into one of our movies. So uh, my nerdy confession is I'm really, really mad at myself that I've started audiobooks so late. Oh yeah, <laughs> audiobooks are great. Audiobooks. This episode brought to you by Audible. Just kidding. Sh- suck it, Audible. <laughs> but maybe later. Who knows? Yeah, I would but love Audible. Maybe suck it. Dude, we'll you know, see. like they don't even have it's to give us. There. They don't we'll even have to it. give us money. They could just give me more credits. I know, right? You know what I mean? Actually, that's one thing <laughs> I was gonna bring up, dude. <laughs> I I signed up for, uh, right now. I'm still in the 30 days, so we'll see if I stick around. Sure. But like, one credit for one month is kind of bullshit. Like I, so the I book think it depends on you know what your listening habits are. I I guess mine is pretty heavy because the book and also part of my. Well, you're just listening to one of the greatest books ever written. Yeah, it's, it's one Cody recommended, recommending the show before, uh, Stormlight Archive. Um, yeah, I got sucked into that shit hard. By Brandon Sanders. Yeah, it, the first book is 45 hours. Yeah, it's a long one. I'm on, like, I, like, I still haven't completed my week of listening to it. I'm five hours left. Yeah, so. that's a lot. <laughs> that's a but lot. it's like any time I have, like, a, a spare moment, I just put on headphones and just listen to <laughs> it. Um, I don't want to ruin the story, but it, it, it is good. It's very, very good. 
Uh, you know, we can do a great o- grand overview of it. So basically, it's you know, it's a fantasy novel, high fantasy. Um, you know, sword and sorcery. It's in a world where these these little like fairies for different kinds of like uh, like there's emotion. They're called spren. Sprens. So there's like anger spren, pain happiness spren, spren pain spren, fear spren, fear spren. So like if you're like super scared, like uh, these fierce little fear fairies will come out and they're like, mm, give me your fear. You know, I'm wondering, like, I know there's passion spread, like, when people, like, people get into mm-hmm. it. I was like, I wonder if that comes out when it's, like, you're jerking off. If there's fuck spread. <laughs> or is there, like, no, jerking spread? Those are shame spread. <laughs> That's a box of... Just a, guy, just a guy in a corner just shaking his head at you. Man. Spreads just Three watching. times today. Really? <laughs> really? Then that would bring out the chafe spread. The chafe spread. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, there's these uh, little fairies that come out uh, for different events and stuff. And, um... There's a cool area called the Shattered Plain where it's like a big, it's a bunch of cracked earth, kind of like, think about like Dragon Ball Z, you know, when they go out and fight in the desert kind of thing. There's all these like... The aftermath that they leave. Yeah, exactly. There's all these little uh, uh, crags and stuff like that. And there's a bunch of kingdoms fighting over it. And then there's these, the stormlight comes from the power that from this uh, giant storm that's constantly going back and forth from the, uh, across the world. It's like... It's like almost a uh, like a, a like a weekly or a monthly. I forget what kind of. It depends. It's it's actually at least because it's super fresh. I'm like, yeah, still listening. They're trying to like they're trying to find a way of measuring and predicting when a new superstorm will come. So, like right now, they just they're random. It could be day to day. It could be four days, five days. Like so far, it hasn't shown any any pattern. Yeah, maybe for later on, but so far where I'm at, there's no there's no pattern. But yeah, I recommend it as well. Great book. Um, I can't say more without ruining some yeah. stuff that's going to come out for you. <laughs> but it's definitely a good listen. Yep, I, I would say the voice actors, the two, it's a, a guy and a girl. I want actually, yeah. I want to find out who the voice actors. But for this book, it's they're really Michael good. Kramer and Kate Reddy. <laughs> Are you serious? Are you yeah. Serious? Oh, it's totally it. Oh well, they're they're and great. The reason why I know that is because they're also uh, Michael Kramer is also the the guy who reads Mistborn, which is another Brandon Sanderson book. And they both teamed up again to do the Wheel of Time series. So I got through 14 books of that. So <laughs> I, I'm quite familiar with them. But they're great. Yeah, no, they, I they lo- do different I, voices. They're great. Uh, yeah. The voices he gives to the characters are great. Um, I think it's adorable when uh, she's reading and she does a male voice. Yeah. It's super adorable. Yeah. I love it. Um, hello, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, hello. No, but it, it totally works. Uh, she's great. I, I love it. Him doing female voices is fun, too. It's pretty, Or like a little yeah. kid. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's like almost have like. You, have you met the guy yet where he's like, hey, Goncho? I love him. <laughs> he's the greatest. Uh, Lupin? or Lupin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. He's my second. Him and Rock are Rock. my favorites. Rock is great, too. Um, but yeah, like. I don't know why, like, when he does that voice, like, in my mind, I can picture what the dude looks yeah. like. Uh, yeah, no, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think Audible is a cool, it's a great idea for, like, you know, especially people who, like, I drive almost all day long yeah, going to sure. people's houses and stuff. So I get, like, first of all, I was running out of podcasts to listen to, right? Um, and then... You know, there's sometimes where you don't want to listen to a podcast because it's just like it's people talking over and over again. But thank you for listening to this, I should say. <laughs> but, you know, like sometimes you want like a little thing like, uh, you know, a story going on in the background and stuff. So it's kind of nice to polish off like a dude. I 
I go through like a book a week almost, and oh, it's bet. crazy. Um, but yeah, that'd be fun. To no, get. I I love it. I'm just mad at myself that I haven't gotten into it sooner. Yeah, yeah it was funny. I I got into it, and then I listened to a couple books, and then I stopped listening to it. I went back to podcasts for like a couple months, so I had all these credits like banked up. And then also I they bur- do say great, perfect. Uh, they, there's a limit on them. I forget what the limit is. It's like four or five, I think. Yeah, so, well, that would be half a year anyway, or you're getting close to half a year. Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, you could, but you can buy like a three pack of credits for like thirty bucks or thirty five bucks, and so I do that occasionally because I'm always out of credits now. I would recommend anyone who's going to get into audiobooks check out Libby because you can it, all you need is a library card. Yeah. And with Libby, you can get audiobooks. Although what's weird is that you still have to wait in line. Like, stuff gets on hold. I think that's really weird. It's a little strange. It's it's strange. I don't know. If Technologically, it doesn't make sense. I, maybe the library doesn't have enough servers to handle. I don't know. You know what also doesn't make sense? Pre-ordering a digital copy of a movie. <laughs> Why? Because they're not just going to give what, it to you early. What, are they going to run out? Like, <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no. They're out, uh, they're out of uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> no. And that's never happened ever. That's a fair point. And Hoopla. Uh, Hoopla is another good one to listen for free. Okay, cool. Yeah, check those out. Th- that could be your books. in between for your credits loading up. And I think it's a good thing, too, for people. Who, it, it It's good for both readers and non readers. Because I'm, I'm a big time reader, and like for a long time, I kind of scoffed at listening to audiobooks. Because I'm like, eh, I, w- I just want to read the actual book. Yeah, you can't drive and read. Can't drive and read. <laughs> it's super dangerous. <laughs> like we've tried trust me i've tried <laughs> um but also it's it's one of those things where like then i was just getting to the point where i'd be like oh, i'll just read right before i go to bed and then I just constantly falling asleep while reading kind of thing read so, the same chapter like same five chapter times. like five times and it's just i don't have as much free time as i used to when i used to just like pound out books week after week kind of thing so it's a nice thing and and if it's a book i like like stormlight um i will buy the book and i'll go back and forth kind of thing so like um, that's another cool thing about Audible is they have the chapter titles and chapter yep. numbers in there. So, like if I like, oh, I'm on chapter 32, flip to chapter 32, and you can kind of pick up where you. That's want that's to. the only downside. Like I've been texting Cody all week about it. Like, oh shit, that just happened. Or this just happened. My fear. The, the only thing that bugs me is I don't know how characters' names are spelled. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, they spell this right. I don't know. I think that's how you spell it. Yeah, I think you've been pretty right on from what I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, it, it it's an awesome book. It's an awesome app. Uh, everyone should be reading um, or listening. I guess get on that literature. Get on it. Get lit. It's way better that you know. And and then people who who aren't big readers, it's a good way to get into it. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's very similar to just like having TV on in the background. Everyone's like all about like texting and watching Netflix, you know. But it's like the same thing. You're just not paying attention to the visuals, but you're hearing a story. Yeah, yeah. So that's good, even for non-readers. My nerdy confession has to do with a movie we saw last night, Midsummer, uh, And I am a huge Hereditary fan. Um, I think we've talked about it several times on this show. One of the best scary movies I think I've ever seen. Um, and I was expecting the same thing from this. This is not necessarily a bad movie, but it's definitely not Hereditary Part 2. It you know wasn't what I mean? at the level of Hereditary, uh, and there were some parallels of yeah. know, distressed woman, possibly some mental illness, not yep. too sure. Well, um, definitely in her family. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yesterday, what did I give it? A 6.5? 6.5. 6. 
I, I don't know. I guess I think that's accurate for me. Six, six point five out of ten. I, I would rank it like I guess digesting the movie after a day. I, I would give it a little bit higher because just because uh, the acting was great. Um, the acting was great. Um, the cinematography was, was great. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, like there was a lot of takes too where I'm like, I wonder how they did that. Where I was like. I figured that a was lot a of the dancing scenes and stuff were really interesting. There's, there's like when they were driving to the place and like the cameras looking down at the car, but then it moves forward and kind of like flips. So you've seen the world upside down, upside down yeah. and it's kind of like, you know, like they're going to this place where shit's going to be fucked up and upside down. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, how did they shoot that? Like it, if it was a crane, you would have seen the, the back yeah. of the crane. I was like, if it was a drone, I was like, can drones fly upside down like that? There was a lot of cool shots, so I, I guess I would rank yeah. it a little bit higher. The uh, and so this doesn't ruin anything for the movie either, but like there's a lot of there's a l- several points where they're taking drugs, like hallucinogenic drugs, and the effect that they have on there is actually really cool. <laughs> like in the background, you'll see like trees swirling and stuff like that. But the so, main focus of the character like stays. Yeah, like. the character itself is not. It's not like they just put a filter over the entire image, the entire video. It's certain areas and certain items. Like at one point, the girl is wearing a uh, flower crown, and one flower looks like it's kind of breathing. Breathing. Open. Yeah. It's very cool. And it's it's it was it was one of those effects that like, if you're not like paying super attention, you could possibly miss it. But right. it's so much so that like it's so subtle that like it makes you feel uneasy because you're like. Am I seeing that? No, I am seeing that. Or did I yeah, see it? Yeah, people's faces will be kind of tweaked. You're like, whoa. Yeah. What? <laughs> so, Is that person creepy or not? You know? I may or may not have done shrooms before. I may or may not yeah. have felt the effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, it sounds like what I read it. <laughs> read like, <laughs> I read it in a magazine. It sounds just like it. Nah, I mean, I've, I've, I've done shrooms. Just, I didn't take enough to feel anything. But after seeing that movie, I was just like, yeah, I don't think I want to do shrooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do it in Sweden. That's for sure. Um, but. I think it's worth seeing. It's definitely a good movie. Um, I would say it's not I, scary. It, it's not scary. There's a couple like uh, unsettling, suspenseful moments, but like hereditary, as it gets towards the end of that movie, it's like holy shit, holy shit, holy shit! Like yeah. what is happening? Um, the there, slow burn pays off. There big was time. yeah, and this one is just kind of like a slow burn forever, and then it's over. There's a little bit of picks up at the end but still not not enough to really satiate me good movie but just i i think i overhyped it for myself well i mean and if you there's a lot of lore like i i love mythology and i picked up on a couple things but Mm -hmm. i'm not a scholar but like i read a little bit about it like uh, the ruins were accurate and they actually mean um there's a lot of meaning to the ruins they're showing they're like okay well but You'd have to be a linguist or, you know, to, yeah. to get that. And there's a lot of numerology that, um, you know, and they kind of mentioned the 90, the nine years mm-hmm. and the seasons of lives. And there's there's a lot of I mean, so, you know, the guy already does a lot of research and he, he puts it in there. But I think, you know, usually I complain about movies is they'll dumb it down too much where it's just like, well, you're spelling it out where I think he has the opposite of where like, well, you're making this a little bit too advanced. Like you'd have to be a, like a scholar. Well, yeah, I, I think, you know, and, and the same was true for um, Hereditary. Like there's the, the demon thing at the end where you kind of have to like you have to look up more of the mythology to really see what's ha- what yeah. actually happened. Um, and so it's like a movie that like gives you homework at the end. Where yeah. you're like, Oh, let me go research this and figure out more. 
I don't necessarily mind that. I would have liked just a little bit more in the movie, though. You know, right. I think, you know, it's it's a new it's a new age in cinema now where people can go either while they're watching the movie or shortly after, and they can go research, um, you know, things like you know, oh, the runes and these, you know, uh, Swedish, you know, fertility uh, festivals and shit like that. You can go and research that quite easily. If this movie was made, you know, 20, 30 years ago, people would be like, well, dude, what the fuck yeah. was that movie about? <laughs> like, it would be a lot harder. But that's my nerdy confession. I think I over over amped myself up for it, and, and that caused my own disappointment. So There was definitely some things where I was like, I don't, I'm not going to say what, but I was like, oh, I would have done this, and this would have been creepier, like, yeah, or more of this, and this would have been good. But hey, man... Uh, you know, people have good days, people have bad days. Yeah, so. I'm still excited for whatever he does next. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, uh, we'll, we'll see. Ari Aster. Aster? Aster. Cool. All righty then. So uh, I'll touch briefly on Stranger Things because I know Christian hasn't seen it. I know a lot of people may may not have uh, binged it like I did, but uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it next week. Hopefully you finished it. By then. Yeah, it started. It's finished. It's only eight episodes, so it's quick. Um Stranger Things, though, season three dropped July 4th and um, picks up right where season two left off for the most part. Um, it's awesome. Like, it's it's my second favorite season of Stranger Things uh, after the first season. So I'm, there's two camps. There's your camp that says yeah. it was awesome. And then on Twitter, there's a lot of people like, fuck it, I'm over it. And I feel like it's been getting a lot of the um, – a lot of the Game of Thrones kind of treatment. Like, I don't like where it's going and what they do with it. And they should have done this. And it's like, well, dude, write your own story. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> write your own story. Come up with something fun and original. Um, like, I will say this, like the formula formula is very much the same. Right. Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I think I think some people have, you know, when Stranger Things first came out, it was something so new and so original but still had that nostalgia, stand by me, Goonies vibe, right? So it was both familiar yet new and exciting, um, which is hard to do. That's a hard, it's a hard itch to scratch. Um, but uh, what I'll say is that yes, the formula is the same, but there's enough new stuff and enough character development that it's really fun and fresh. I mean, you know, for for one thing, all the characters are going through puberty. Like there's some voices dropping and stuff, which is <laughs> awesome. Um. But then, you know, the, you know, the people, all the characters are growing as people and, you know, their relationships are growing and this and that. And, you know, the world is changing around them, too. Like in this one, Hawkins gets its first like shopping mall, you know, so um, it's it's pretty cool. You know, it's uh, it's really fun. Um, I will say uh, that the nostalgia factor is turned up to 11. Ooh, turned up to 11. <laughs> nice. Stranger Things pun. Um, but uh it's funny because like everyone's drinking new Coke in it, and uh, Coca Cola did a fun thing um, that I actually took part in, where um, they sold gift packs of Stranger Things Coke gift packs that came with two cans of new Coke, or, like the original recipe, not the original, I guess. Yeah, the not recipe. the classic, the not Coca Cola classic, but the new Coke recipe from uh, the '80s and '90s, um, and it was fun. I drank mine last night, and it was it, it is different. It's like sweeter. It's closer to Pepsi, but still like a Coca Cola flavor. You I saw the one you gave me. And I don't know. I like, I, I like having it. Like to look at yeah. it, but yeah, maybe I'll just drink it and keep the can. Yeah, you can do that too. 
if you really want to do something cool, you could like punch a hole in the bottom and drain it out, and so it still is like a. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how far you want. Yeah, to go I'll with just it. get your your beer shotgun cozy. Yeah. Oh, that'll ruin it for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun thing, you know. And then there's there's some other fun stuff in there too. I I won't spoil it because there's some fun stuff at the end that's like super eighties and nineties. I loved it. Um, but yeah, check it out. If you haven't checked out Stranger Things, first of all, what's wrong with you? Um, but if you haven't checked out season three yet, get on it. It's I haven't seen awesome. it, but I'm not going to open Pandora's box about what's wrong with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think for the haters out there, like I don't. I'd like to see some of their arguments. I think it was good. It is a similar formula, and I want you know I want a little bit more from like uh, you know the world building. Like I want to find out more of what's happening in the upside down and stuff like that but it was still very very good um lots of cool stuff in it lots of fun activities and the group the group of uh the boys in 11 aren't all together at the time so you see some fun team-ups and stuff see never, a lot of steve you never split the party man yeah well they do and uh s- sometimes it works out <laughs> all right t then child's play child's play Man, it someone posted a, uh, a fun picture uh, on online where it's like, you know, it was a cinema, you know, uh, like a Cinemark uh, billboard or what do you call it? Um, Logo? I don't know. Well, like you know where it shows all the marquee, okay. like mar- marquee, right? Where it says like it had Aladdin, um, uh, Aladdin. Oh, I know. And Child's Play. Aladdin, Child's Play. Uh, what else? Toy Story. Lion King, I think. Yeah, maybe Lion King. And then it shows, shows Robin Godzilla. Williams. Godzilla. Godzilla. It shows, it shows um, Robin Williams from Jumanji. It's like, what year is it? <laughs> you know, it's it's fun. Like, this is right now, all there is right now is a super nostalgia fest. It's oh, all yeah. old, old stuff being remade or reinterpreted or sequelized. Men in Black, also, you know. Oh, that's true. It's not as old, but still. Uh, so yeah, we saw the new Child's Play with uh, Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. I I loved his voicing. I would have. I know he wouldn't have done a Joker voice, but like a creepy, like Jokerish laugh would have been kind of cool. Um, I I love what he did with it. It was it was cool. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call it a horror movie either. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It wasn't scary, but it was definitely entertaining. Um, I was scared of what they were going to do with it um but i think they did a good job of like rehashing it and doing something new yeah it was a new fresh take on on child's play not gonna lie i would have loved some voodoo (laughs) yeah you know that it was voodoo that got transferred you know but i'm not turns out it was just an angry vietnamese guy yeah dude hey man he was talking shit about his work telling him he's gonna get fired uh it was i i enjoyed it um, I hope they do more. I mean, it's very easy to make a new one with the way they did it. So yeah, definitely left it open where something like that could happen again. Yeah, you know, it was it was one of those movies that with a with a movie from the eighties like that, a, a, like a scary horror movie. There's like two ways you can really go with it. You know what I mean? You can either you can either uh, make rehash it and make it like super scary and try to like make it super serious again. Like they did with the newest evil dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Where they took all the camp out of it. Yeah. And it was just, or, a, or was like gore fest. Yeah. Just super gory and, and, you know, turn it into a classic like jump scare type deal. 
or you can lean the other way and make it into you know a somewhat comedy you know can't be comedy kind of thing which is kind of what they did i yeah. mean uh aubrey plaza was the main was one of the main actors yeah, in it she was the mom she Andy's was the mom. mom and um you know and she was she was fine she did a good job but like it's hard to take it's hard to take a movie seriously when you have a comedic actress yeah in one of the lead roles, she did a good job. She though. did I a mean, good. She was she was definitely no, funny. Nothing wrong with her acting. I mean, she did the part that was that was written for. But it's, you know, you're not you're not going to cast her in a movie that you intend to be taken serious, like like a serious movie, you know, like where uh, with a serious tone and a scary tone. There's obviously going to be some jokes and some sarcasm and yeah. stuff because that's what she does really well. Uh, the guy I don't know what the guy's name is, but the guy who played the cop was also hilarious. Uh, Brian. Brian Henry, sorry, I'm not gonna. Could, I'm not even. Couldn't pronounce Henry. I'm not gonna say the middle name. Uh, okay, <laughs> Brian. Oh my God. Yeah, Henry. I was like, <laughs> uh, let me figure this out. Fuck it, Henry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was a fun movie. It was entertaining. Um, they they tweaked some things. They modernized it to to play into kind of like, you know, like what we have with the Alexa and stuff like that. You know, that was kind of a fun. Feature where like Chucky can control all the devices in your home, kind of thing. So. Which uh, I thought he was going to play into that earlier on, but it really was towards the end yeah. that he started using. It. He didn't really use it at all from middle or from beginning to middle. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting, but and uh, how they how they showed how why the AI turned the way it did, uh, it made sense to me. I had zero question. Like, yeah, yeah I can see why he would think that. <laughs> yeah, and and one thing I'll say is one, one thing. My only critique on it. Which I don't know. I mean, if this is what the director intended, writer intended, then good job. But uh, it was weird because I, I ended up feeling sad for Chucky on several occasions, which never happened in the original. You know, because well, I mean? in the original, he's a serial killer. Yeah, he gets that does trapped. voodoo, and he he in order to escape death, transfers his body to this kid. So it's like rightfully he should have died. Why are you gonna feel for a, a right, murdering right. serial killer? But this is like it. It was an innocent. Well, yeah. I mean, he started off. It was an yeah, innocent, it was an innocent doll, little robot doll who was basically exposed to some shit. That yeah. <laughs> if not properly trained, or you know, you don't, yeah, you know, explain things like he, I, like I would get why he would think that the violence was okay. Like right. the way the movie did it, it was like, I felt it did a good job. Like right. totally get why. But you feel think bad that. for him too. Like when he's getting left alone, he's like, "What? You don't want to go play?" And he's like, "No, Chuck, I hate you." Yeah. Like, well, oh, God. <laughs> Another thing I thought was interesting was, uh, so the the kid is uh, hearing impaired, though he's not he's not full. I don't know what you call it, full blown deaf, but he has one of those um, hearing aids. hearing a- hearing aids. Not the I was thinking of the little implant thing that goes in the back of your head, but he doesn't have that. Um, hearing so he has a hearing aid, and that really didn't play into it hardly at all. I thought it was going to be like. Um, like at one point he gets a little feedback. You're like, ah, oh, and that's and that's the end of it. That's the whole reason. So I was I was interested why they wrote that into the script. Cody, not being disabled doesn't have to be a plot point all the time, man. <laughs> well, I just I just don't, well if that was the case, then why mention it at all? I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. It was just a weird thing. Impaired people have feels they have some representation. Well, yeah, if you had the little thing on it, his <laughs> ear, they didn't even have to mention it. It was just a normal kid. Actually, I'm starting to feel like it did play into something. I don't know if it played into the frequency of something. Well, at, I think at the end, he, he could. Uh, Chucky was speaking into his ear. Yeah. And that was like the thing. I guess. No, I think at one point. I got to rewatch it. I, th- I feel like at one point it, it, it did make 
it, it did help with something. Okay. Well, maybe I maybe I misremembered. Anyway, uh, it's a fun movie. Definitely uh, worth checking out. Um, so I'd say, honestly, I'd say it's a video watch. Like I'd watch. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, I wanted to make some money. I want Mark Hamill to make some yeah. money in Audrey Plaza. Oh, Mark Hamill's doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's in another little movie coming out in November that uh, should should boost his yeah. boost his revenue. A little indie a little film, I believe. Yeah. Star Wars. Is Star Wars? Is Star Wars. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun movie. Um, definitely, you know, I had a good time watching it. Um, and it was, uh, so I will say it got flipped. If you think about it, we thought, oh, Midsummer was going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. And Child's Play will probably not going to be as good. And it was, it was like, no, it yeah, got flipped. yeah, I, I definitely went into Child's Play with low expectations and I was surprised. It was fun. Um, I will say the audience we watched it with was by far the worst studio audience i've ever <laughs> at least in a long time we had those kids who were like remember they kept getting up and going to the bathroom like seven it, or eight it times it wasn't even only just that like They're probably doing cocaine may, I don't know, maybe or or smoking the wacky tobacco and like they, they would laugh at parts that wasn't funny it's like yeah, okay they were probably who, laughing at at a conversation they were having together. or I, I i feel like it happens a lot with teens like when they are actually scared they do the nervous laugh, like I'm not scared. I think it's funny. Like I, I felt like it was more yeah. like that, but or maybe punks, <laughs> or maybe it was the cocaine. I don't know. Maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, they got up like a million times. Ugh, it's annoying. We've had some rough luck with movie audiences lately. I feel like I think it's because we're going so much, but I, I just feel like people people are just don't know how to act in public anymore. Like. Yeah. Like, like with the whole sticking your leg up on the chair in front of you and no one's sitting there. Like, dude, it's not your house, man. Yeah. And like, so I'll put it up if I if I have a bar in front of me. That that's fine. I don't have an issue with that. What are you gonna do with the bar? But like, you're putting your dirty ass shoes where someone's head's gonna go later. Right. It's like, come on, man. Like, or like just being disgusting and leaving like a big old pile of garbage in the thing. Like, I get it. You can leave your your soda you know thing or whatever that's fine people obviously go in and clean it but like like dude like the the peanut shells remember that one i think they were like that were the peanut or the i think pistachios? they were peanut shells they were just shredded every you know like like you would get at the ballpark or whatever yeah somebody just ate a pile of them and just left it on the ground it's like bring another bag just throw it in there yeah man. jesus christ the, i couldn't like believe the it the people that have to come in and clean up after that, man. Yeah. They got enough shit they need to do. Yeah. They don't need extra He's walking in like, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's really bad. I've had, like, nacho cheese spilled on my chair when I've gotten in. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know? So I always check my seat first. Dude, man. People are pigs. Yep. Anyway, on to our, uh, I think our last movie for the for the show. Spitterman. Spiderman. Okay, now Spider-Man: Far From Home, obviously big time, big time Marvel movie. So we are going to talk spoilers. Plus, it's been out for a little while now. Um, and when this gets out, it would have been out even longer. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Spider-Man: Far From Home, uh, the the last movie of Marvel Phase, phase Three. Phase Three, Phase Four. I think Phase Four is the next phase. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. The internet will correct us. Yeah. Correct. Don't correct us. <laughs> Just accept it. <laughs> the last of of the Marvel movie of this phase. So like, it's it, we're at a weird place because no other Marvel movies have technically been announced. 
We know there's a Black Widow movie just because we've seen leaked stuff, but we actually don't know what it's called. We yeah. don't know what it's about. Well, we know there's another solo Spider-Man because Tom Holland is fucked up and said he has a three-movie solo deal. So yeah. we know there's one. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland. I, lo- I love the kid. He's amazing. He's an amazing actor. He I've seen him in interviews. He seems like a very genuine human being, but the dude cannot hold in a secret. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, you know, I'm glad, you know. I'd like to see him continue to do it for a while because he's great. Um, and this movie was awesome. I'd say, like, these are by far the best Spider-Man movies um, that we've ever had. And it's, it's awesome to see that, you know. I, I would, I, I definitely love them. I would put them equal because I, I did really enjoy the originals with um, Toby. With Toby. Um, just because Sam uh, Raimi just stuck. He was a real huge Spider-Man fan. Did really great job of sticking to like the original comics but making it at well not current time but at the then time when they came out and two had a lot of great action sequence with uh, two was by far the best i think of those ones doc ock like his scenes were great and like when he first started using the claws where it almost felt like a horror movie when he was killing the doctors that were working on him definitely had like some uh evil dead ish like uh, scenes in it so but these are great i would put them equal in my in my eyes like they're equal i like these ones better but I think Spider-Man 2 is a close set, close third, I guess it would be. Um, sorry, Andrew Garfield. Your movies were bad. Ugh, yeah, I mean, nothing on you. Uh, it's not his fault. It's, you know, it's the writing and stuff. It's not, not his fault. But Electro, though. Electro. That is Jamie <laughs> Foxx's fault. Um, you know what I noticed the other day uh, about that was that when he gets, like, when he turns into Electro, he has a gap in his tooth, and the gap closes. Oh, the magnetic pulls his teeth together the, the electricity come on electro that was ridiculous magnetic the, the shock super people don't have gaps in their teeth yeah you know so it just stupid. brought the teeth back together anyway uh spider-man far from home so spoilers coming if you have not seen it so uh if you haven't seen it go check it out and then come back and listen now all right so everyone dies at the end <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Thanos came back and just snapped everyone. Yeah, snapped yeah. back. Okay. Um, so, it obviously, picks up after uh, Endgame where um, it, it opens with a funny, like, tribute to, you know, in memoriam to Tony Stark and Black Widow and Vision. And Cap. And Cap. I guess everyone just assumes died. Everyone just he died. assumes Cap's gone. Um, and uh, I thought that was really funny, uh, you know, because it's a high school doing it. And they even have, like, the little Getty images watermark over yeah the, that, over that was really funny uh, little touches like that are so funny it really brings the realism to these characters but basically you know the the uh the school class is going on a field trip to to europe and spider-man decides to go and he decides to leave his spider-man suit at home but obviously he gets it back because you've seen him fighting and stuff um, Aunt May packs it for him, and um, we meet Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and he's awesome. He was awesome. And uh, spoilers, since you already said it. Yep. I'm really bummed that. Well, so if he's dead, I'm really, really bummed because he was a great, great, great villain. Right. And like his his acting was great. Like when he turns on the crazy and like the way he was really believable, both as like. You know, the hero, the hero acting, and then, then the the villain, villain. turned you know kind of crazy. And I called it, fucking called it. No one else, was, e- no one else was saying it. Everyone called. I called it. 
Everyone <laughs> called it. But um, so yeah, Mysterio's a bad guy. Big whoop to do. <laughs> well, there's a big, big chance that um, it was another illusion that maybe Peter didn't sense or yeah. that it wasn't picked up. So I hope that's the route they take because Mysterio is always doing in the comics is always doing shit like that. Yeah, exactly. you think he's down and out and like nope, he was he was it was still a big old trick. So hopefully he comes back because I really loved his uh, character. Well, it's really funny because, like, um, you know, so so obviously, the uh, it, it's a weird place that they were in where with the um, the media press media uh, presence of this movie because you couldn't give away too much because Endgame hadn't come out yet, right? And then when they finally did come out, now you have Mysterio and they're trying to play him off as a good guy. Where everyone who's ever picked up a Spider-Man comic book knows that he is one of his like arch nemesis, yeah. right? So it was kind of fun where they were talking about like, oh, he's from a different alternate universe. Yeah, I knew that was I knew that that wasn't going to be. And real. I was like, that's kind of cool that they mentioned that, but are they really going to do a complete alternate reality? Maybe you know who knows. Well, because the multi they mentioned the multiverse, which yep. is very real in Marvel. Yeah, you know, and he they mentioned, even mentioned Marvel six one six. Yeah, six one six, which is which is our main Earth or the main Earth that that's the main Marvel timeline, as opposed to like the Ultimate Universe or you know. Any so that part was very believable. You're like, holy shit, they're bringing the multiverse. Yeah. That's awesome. They could easily start pulling other characters and just say they're from another Earth. Um, and then, nah, nope, it wasn't. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, no, it's Mysterio pulling your leg. Um, I did like how the reveal of why Mysterio was doing it, everything. They were all former Stark employees. Oh, and how they were pulling the illusions was yep. fantastic. It was right. a great – to even pull from previous movies. like Yeah, they got the guy from Iron Man 1. Yeah. That was really cool. Well, like, you know, we was it – it was the bad – was it Iron Man 3 where they show the illusions or was it – no, I think it was made of in Civil War. No, yes, uh, yeah, I think it was Civil, Civil War. War was when they showed young Tony Robert St- Downey Jr. Yeah, doing he's his like, memory thing. Yeah, and so it was Mysterio the whole time they created it, and uh, he created the holograph, like you know, augmented reality right. technology. <laughs> and uh, he hated because uh, Tony named it Barf. Yeah, <laughs> called it Barf. And then, um, like one of the like scientist flunkies from Iron Man One who worked with Obadiah. Stain, what is it? Obadiah, Obadiah Stone? Uh, Stone? Stain? I'm not going to go I back I Stain. Anyway, uh, one of the flunkies is like, oh, he turns out, oh, he's part of the Mysterio thing. He he worked in the drone division and stuff. and So it's really cool to see how they pulled and pieced together from other movies to make this one. Um, yeah, so Mysterio wants to be the new Tony Stark. All yeah. the other um, Avengers are off busy doing things, and he's like, oh, this is a perfect time where I can trick the world. Into thinking I'm a big hero, and then they're all gonna love me, yeah. and that Tony didn't deserve all this fame, but I know I deserve it because I know I'm gonna wield it. Exactly, and so he he creates all these elementals, which are the the water, earth, fire, and wind. I, I forget to mention those elements of the designs. I loved all of the designs. Yeah, they were they all, awesome. The lava know, one was awesome. The the wind one, like all of them, are really great designs. Well, you know what's cool is that with something like that, where they're not even the real bad guys. It's easy for movies to just drop drop the ball on character design, and we saw that with Shazam, yeah. right? With the you the beat seven, me to it, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the Seven Deadly Sins, um, like though that was my main complaint with that movie was that those guys looked like shit. Everyone else looked great. Why why didn't anyone take the time with the yeah. bad guys? And but these ones, for ones that are in it for relatively short parts, you know, short you know uh, periods of time, they actually look great. 
Yeah, they even, each look different. They yeah. had their own characteristics and stuff. It was awesome. Like the lava one, which resembled a lot of Molten Man from the comics, but right. unfortunately it wasn't really him. But like the way they treated the lava melting, like if it was like like almost like skin drooping and like uh-huh. it was just hanging, like all of it looked really really great. The physics on it was amazing too. Yep. Yep. The physics on Spider Man swinging looked amazing. Like oh yeah, the s- we watched it twice. The first time I think it was a bad screen because I was like oh. Like, the CG on it doesn't look that great. But when we watched it the second time, it seemed way clearer to me. He's like, oh, no, it looks fantastic. Yeah, like it actually looks really good. The physics looked real. Uh, like, a lot of it, like, the web thing, all of it, like, everything read really well. It felt very believable what was going on. Also, it was kind of interesting. This is the first time we've seen Tom Holland as Spider-Man swinging through Manhattan, which is kind of cool. cool. Oh, yeah, that's true. We never did it in any of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. You see him at the end, they have uh, him and Mary Jane go on a... Uh, or I guess it's not Mary Jane. It's MJ. MJ. Whatever. <laughs> um, go on a swing through uh, uh, Manhattan, you know, and it's really cool to see him in the bigger, bigger, you know, universe. You see he passes by, uh, passes by the S- Avengers Tower, which is now under construction again. Some people are saying it might be the uh, Baxter building. That yeah, we'll see. Who knows? I don't know. I would love, I would love them to actually do the fantastic four because they deserve a good movie if they were this would have been perfect if they kept the multiverse yeah but i mean well not to say that the multiverse doesn't exist that's true Mysterio wasn't part of it i mean it would have been good for him to base his lies on some truths you know yeah also we should talk about this so nick fury and maria hill played a big part of this but just kidding they're not maria hill and Nick Fury. They were scrolls. Yeah, the make whole sure thing. to say their mid credits and after credits are very, 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 very vital. Yeah, it's um, two two after credit scenes. Well, mid credit and all the way after credit. Um, but yeah, so it was a little a little hint of secret invasion, but they were the scrolls from Captain Marvel, Talos, and I forget what his wife's name is. But that's the weird thing is that like they're treating. I mean, unless it's going to be a big reveal later, like haha, because like in. Captain Marvel, we see like, oh, they're they're not villains. These are refugees trying to escape. Right. So I mean, and the majority of the scroll race are evil, and there are like a pocket few that aren't. Yeah. So they could possibly be one of the pocket ones that aren't, and they're really just. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, they're working directly with Nick Fury. Right. So right. I think I think it's pretty safe to bet that they're okay. But then we see Nick Fury. He's up in space, and it looks like they're building. Um, uh, Peak, which was the space station for Sword, which is the oh man, wh- I don't remember what station. I got to research, man, because that's it, that's a little bit outside of my realm. But well, Sword is like you know, so you have you had Shield, which was the strategic homeland investigations and something. <laughs> Forgive us, something division. But it basically it looks like, it, but Sword is is the same thing, but it's up in space uh, around Earth, and it's a cosmic. Basically, uh, part division of Shield, which so it could they're gonna be, deal with space threats, and we don't know who the next big baddie is. But if they're setting that up, I'm starting to get some tingles that it might be uh, uh, Galactus. You Galactus know. would be really cool because um, then they could bring the Silver Surfer. Kang the Destroyer is another one. I know that that's a big fan of. favorite. Yeah. It could possibly be, um, but I don't know if they're gonna do time travel again so soon. Yeah, it would be weird. I mean, they could, but you know. Um, and then another big reveal at the end of the movie is that, first of all, uh, um, Mysterio reveals Peter Parker's identity to the world. Bah, bah, bah. 
And the person who had the exclusive rights to that was J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons. Which I love that it's him. I again. love, yeah. Um, because he was perfect in the first thing. Because sure who could they have gotten to play him? You know what I mean? I'm sure there would have been some other great actors, but no. it's it's really awesome that they brought him back. And you know who actually would have done a good job now that I'm thinking about it? He's not old enough, but Carl Urban would be a good one. I, I don't want to see him as a villain. <laughs> yeah, I love Carl, watching him. Carl like, Urban's so good. I love watching him uh, always playing like the good guy. Um, he's one dude that I feel like, you know, it's like when I saw him in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, that guy, like, is awesome. And I was like, it would be cool to see him, like, in some bigger roles. But, yeah. like, he really, other than, um, what was it, Judge Dredd. Like, Judge Dredd. I feel like he Bones in Star Trek. I just feel like he hasn't gotten a real fair shake, man. Like, yeah, he hasn't. He should be in everything. Him and Idris Elba, I think, are, are two two actors who really don't get their due. Like, they should both be in every movie. And, you know, it sucks that the Dark Tower, I feel, was supposed to be, like, this yeah. breakthrough. And then they just... Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but J. Jonah Jameson, I love that they gave him the Alex Jones Yeah, angle. he's he's like... So, the, the Daily Bugle is now a, uh online, like... Infowars style. I love it. The the even like news. the text and the graphics in the back yeah. was very much Alex yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. And how perfect, you know, that in the comics where he was spreading, you know, fake, fake news, news. Yeah. And now the news spin, like it was fucking mwah, beautiful move on Marvel's it was part. So I say. good. Yeah. It was really fun to see him back, you know, and like and he's bald and stuff, so they didn't do it exactly the same, you know, maybe ease up on the hair and makeup yeah no cigars either they're probably trying to get not smoke but it's cool that's fine yeah all uh valid choices but yeah it was it was awesome to see them tie that and like what's going to happen now with spider-man now his identity is out there i feel like it's you think that he's going to have matt murdoch come and (laughs) and defend him No nah, man, that was part of the. That was part of. Uh, that's uh, really sad, though, man. That you know that would have been a great tie-in from the show on Netflix to have them transition over. Uh, I'm really bummed out about that. Like, could have had. Could happen. You know, Jeffrey Cantor back. You know, with this being his, uh, you know, the reporter. Like, there was there would have been an awesome tie-in, but yeah, unfortunately, who knows? it could happen. We'll see. Um, yeah. but I feel Kevin, like Kevin Feige or whatever said that they're not done with those characters yet. But that doesn't mean they're going to bring the same cast. That's the other thing. Um, I feel like they're going to do directly what they did in the comics. I mean, Doctor Strange is there. Probably going to have Doctor Strange just magic everyone, forget who he is. Yeah. Well, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Or the next solo one might be him. Well, they said that. Um, they they also someone I think it was Kevin Feige again who said that they're not going to the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not going to undo it at least not for the foreseeable future. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Man on the not, run, fugitive. I don't know. Not to say it won't happen later, but you know, um, it's going to be a different world for Spider-Man for sure. But I mean, Tony Stark lived an okay life, you know. That's true. But he was a billionaire, so yeah. It's, you know, it's Peter Parker ain't exactly uh, balling out of control. Yeah. Well, you know, move Aunt May into an Avengers place. You know, Happy and May are just gonna have to get married. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also love that John Favreau is like back in the movies full time, because he's great. Yeah, he's always he was always like that side character that <coughs> made a couple appearances, but he was not to say that he had a whole lot of screen time, but definitely the most screen time he's had. Right, right. He he's awesome. And then him him and Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, first of all, looks amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's weird. It's weird how good she looks. It's not weird at all. <laughs> yeah, 
She's I think fifty six. I think is what they said. She's very good. Like um, like her comedic timing and like the stuff she did. We were like she's not purposely trying to be funny, but it's still funny. Right. And it's so effortless the way she does yeah. it. Like, well, she's an incredible actress. For like sure. the the go betweens her and Peter, it, it very much feels like the those Peter Tingle. Yeah, the Peter Tingle part was fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's um, like you know you can dodge bullets, but you can't dodge bananas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some cool, you know, interesting. Th- I will say that uh, the Mysterio illusions were amazing. Like uh, the couple fight scenes where he's fighting Mysterio directly. And he's where he gets hit by the train and stuff like that. That was all really awesome. Oh, the yeah, the illusion part was amazing. Yeah, um, all the trickery. They Very easy to make that look hokey, but I think they did a fantastic. Nah, it job. was it was amazing. Like when he's giant and he like, you know, slams his fist through him and yeah, and he's in like a he's in like a uh, a snow globe and it's the Mysterio helmet. And yeah, stuff. like all oh, that was really fantastic. really cool. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed this movie. I think everyone should go check it out. I mean, it's it's. I'm excited to see where the Marvel Universe is going to go. Um, you know, we're right now, hopefully uh, we are going to Comic-Con next week. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll I don't remember. Do some I'm, fun I'm stuff. blanking really bad. Does Marvel have a panel? They do. They do. Oh, they'll pro- yeah, they're going to reveal stuff for sure. Then. They got to. They got to do at least something, you know. Uh, but yeah, Saturday in Hall H. We got to be there. Five o'clock. So we're going to have to be there all day, which is going to be crazy, but it'll be fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see what comes next. I mean, so what do you think is are going to be some some in the next like call it two to five years of Marvel? What do you think are some? Well, there's definitely going to be players. another another Spider-Man movie. Yeah, um, I feel like more than likely they're going to do another Captain Marvel movie. Yep. Although I don't know if we're gonna get another solo Thor movie, I, I don't feel. I think it's all gonna be Guardians based. Um, well, uh, James Gunn has already said that it's not going to be the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Oh, really? He's already said that. So maybe he'll show up a little bit, but it's not gonna be like a combined thing. Now, one thing I was reading was that um, Chris Hemsworth uh, now is in talks with Taika Waititi on maybe doing another movie because he was kind of done like after his contract was done and stuff, but he had such a good time working on Ragnarok. Oh yeah. That's that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Now he wants to do, um, a new, uh, maybe a new movie with Taika Waititi. I just feel like it's not good. Well, there's no more, uh, there's no more, uh, was it, um, Asgard. So it might be Asgard's on earth. Well, it might be new Asgard, but I don't think they're going to put him on, an Earth threat so much. I feel like if they do do a movie, it's going to be galactic again. Dude, Beta Ray Bill. I, I, I don't know if they might bring him. I just The CG would have to look really good. I just feel if they did if they did bring him. What if Taika Waititi was the voice of Beta Ray Bill? <laughs> oh, my That's God. not the voice I imagine. I, like he, he's I know, a but great actor. Did you imagine Korg had the voice? <laughs> That's fair. And yeah. he's one of my favorites. He's um great. I feel like if they bring Beta Ray, he, it, they if they introduce him, I feel like he would die in the same movie. I can't imagine him keeping him around for a long time. Huh. I I don't know. Uh, maybe. I mean, there is now. I mean, he can give him a uh, Mjolnir now since he has um, the axe. Yeah. So well, they it's uh, a they possibility. also they also made uh, Beta Ray Bill his own uh, hammer later on too. Um, but yeah, that's a possibility. Be, be interesting thing. 
I think Guardians for sure is going to get another movie. Guardians is for sure going to have another one. Um, uh, Black Panther. I well, they've already. They well, because James Gunn is back, so he's they've already uh, basically announced the Guardians yeah. three, right? I um, do hope that the Black Panther slash um, what you call it? Oh my God, Namor, Sub- Submariner. Ooh. Yeah, I hope that's that my biggest one. That like I think that would be fucking tight. Yeah, kings ver- like two kings fighting yeah. each other would Imperious be Imperious Rex. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, I hope that happens. Yeah, I think uh, that would be great, and it would be a- another cool one. Like, um, like I think it's. I mean, it's never really said in the Marvel comics, but like. Uh, Namor definitely looks like an Asian guy. Like, they could totally cast an, an Asian actor in it. It would be another chance for great diversity yeah. in, in Marvel movies, which would be really fun. But, uh, like, Donnie Yen's too old. But that would have been sick. <laughs> um, but the, guy, the, the bad guy from uh, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, I forget his name, but he looks just like how I imagine Namor to yeah. be. Yeah, he's built, too. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit older, though. Yeah, he is. Everyone's too old now. That's the problem, but yeah, but I agree he would have been he would have been awesome. They need to find uh, a nice young guy, young Asian guy who's like super yoked. The guy from uh, the guy from the end of Shazam wouldn't be too bad. Um, yeah, grown up. Uh, yeah, although I feel like he's too young. <laughs> There's like this weird mix. Young. Yeah, we gotta find the right guy. Anyway, um, that would be that would be one of my favorite ones. I think Fantastic Four is coming. I mean, it's got to be. I hope so. Well, I mean, they and they said, I don't know if they're going to right away give Deadpool another movie, but they did say that they are going to bring him. So yeah. So we'll see. Although, I mean, I hope it's R. They said it was going to be R, but I, I don't know. I feel like a good combination would be a Spider-Man-Deadpool just because there's such – in the comics, that they're always great because there's such polar opposites where Spider-Man – got to do the right thing all the time. Deadpool's like, yeah, but the bang-bang kill kills easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, that that could be cool. Um, I mean, it would be fun to have like maybe an X Force one, and then bring, you know, gradually pull, you know, uh, some of the X Men into the Marvel universe. But you know, maybe we'll just get a straight up X Men movie. I think that's going to take longer. Yeah, for sure. For them to come up with a straight X Men, it, it's going to be a hard pill for audiences to swallow a new Wolverine. You know, since it's not going to be huge. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, that'll be a tough one. Um, I think everyone else would be easily cast. Recast, you know, Cyclops three or four times, Jean Grey twice, you know. Yeah. Everyone. How are they going to find a straight white male, like, to play yeah. Cyclops? How are they going to play a straight white male who wears a mask the entire movie? Well, I guess they say it doesn't have to be straight, but a white male either. Yeah, because yeah, 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 what's his name was uh, uh, the first Cyclops. I don't, I, know, I know the act. I don't remember his name, though, but. Yeah, well, the guy who does now the nacho fries <laughs> commercials. Um, oh, I can't think. Of, it's James. The internet will correct us. Damn it. I'll think of it. Um, but he he's actually great. Um, and I liked him. I liked him as a um, Cyclops. The Cyclops never gets. I feel like he never gets his due in the X-Men movies. It's always like, oh, let's focus on Jean Grey or let's Wolverine. focus on Wolverine. Well, and, and, and like, yeah. and, and, they, and Cyclops is the leader of the X Men. Well, that's and the thing is, is that they usually focus on the old school story of the beef between Cyclops and Wolverine because they both love Jean Grey. Yeah. When later on, like, it's they don't even give a shit anymore. And Cyclops is a, is a great, fantastic 
leader, right. great strategist. Yeah, he's moved on to Emma Frost. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> but he's a great strategist. He's a great leader, and he d- he'll make the hard choices. You know, and he and his like optic blast is supposed to be one of the most powerful things in the Marvel universe. You know, I I would agree. In the movies, he hasn't gotten a fair shake. Yeah, definitely not. Um, and then like. You know, some of the other ones, too. Like, I love what they've done with Colossus in the Deadpool movies. Those are great. <laughs> which is great. Like, it's it's great not to take him too seriously. But, like, I would like to see him, like, actually be in a full-on X-Men movie. I think that would be cool. You know, they should do one based on... Because they, they've... For some reason, like, I think what the X-Men movies have always gotten wrong... Is they've tried to make them too. They're trying to tweak them too much, make them a little too different from what people really want. Yeah, people want the fucking X Men. You know <laughs> what I mean? They want Cyclops. They want Jean Grey. They want Beast. They want Angel, Iceman. They want uh, Wolverine, of course, and then like Jubilee. Like Jubilee's got to be in there. <laughs> uh, but like Nightcrawler, Colossus, like all these main ones that we've seen. Like we've seen little half iterations, but then they're like, oh, also Mystique's now an X Man. Yeah, that that was a big change. Why did they do that? I have no idea. <laughs> we got Jennifer Lawrence. We got to use her for something. She can't just be a bad guy for three movies. You know, I would love if they do bring the X Men to have like an Omega Red villain. Yeah, well, but he was in uh, Deadpool. Yeah, was he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was in the background. He had the little Omega symbol on. Yeah, but yeah, I would like a Omega Red. Um, you know, I like. I feel like the Juggernaut did okay in in. Uh, in Deadpool too, um, but like him as like a, a like a legit scary bad guy would have been nice. Yeah, um, I think that you know you don't have to do Magneto every single time. There's like uh, Mister Sinister would be a great one, um, which they kind of didn't they uh, they like reference him in one of the it was it was something to do with the genetics yeah but um, in one of the last movies um, like Mister Sinister would be great. There's there's a lot of a lot of room for X-Men to be good. It's just Modoc. <laughs> Modoc. Well, Modoc wasn't he a Captain America bad guy? I, I th- he bounced around. Yeah. yeah. Literally cuz he's in a big floating chair. I, that's why I would like to see it, just to see like the live action treatment of a giant head, tiny little arms, tiny little legs. <laughs> that would be really really <laughs> ridiculous. But yeah, I think that um I think the X-Men they're going to take their time with and make sure they get it right and let like and let like the bad taste of uh, Phoenix, whatever. What was this last movie called? I don't know. They read Dark Phoenix. They've done it like three times. Dark Phoenix. They're gonna let the bad taste kind of wear out of everyone's mouths because, you know, it's just it wasn't. I don't know why it's so hard to get the X Men right. You know, <laughs> I just think that Fox just doesn't know what they're doing. They treat it like too much like a regular movie and not enough like a, yeah. a comic book movie game has changed and they need to adapt also they don't reference any of the previous movies like <laughs> i don't think they go back to rewatch okay what did we do last oh time? also uh by the way beast is like 55 now but he looks the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> mystique made sense because she doesn't yeah, age sure so it's yeah, fine. fine yeah exactly but like you know having charles xavier i mean i get it you know he's bald I, that's okay it's somewhat believable but beast looked exactly the same the entire time um, Jean Grey looked exactly the same as the last movie she was in, and maybe it's because we keep seeing her in Game of Thrones. It's you know it's hard <laughs> to separate it, but I don't know, man. It just, just wasn't good. But I want you know, 
Actually, it would be awesome if they brought Rogue in and have her drain some of Captain Marvel's uh, power because that's how she gets like the flying and the strength. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to do that take, but I, I don't know if I don't know if they'll do it. That'd be an interesting. Maybe at the end of the next Captain Marvel, they could do it, and it's the after credit scene, and it's a little girl, and like, what the fuck? He's like, and you see the little white come. Yeah, come in I mean, her it'd hair. be it'd be an awesome thing to do, but I don't know. If I just realized I said white come in her hair. That's not <laughs> what I meant. I meant like you know a little white streak, you know, like Rogue has. You know, I didn't even notice the audience. Made I thought about it. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> it'd be cool if there was a little girl and you just saw the white come in her hair. Yeah, you keep. No, I, yeah. I think this is where we stopped. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to set the record straight. I didn't want that to be. I didn't want someone sitting on there like rewinding. What did he just say? <laughs> Splicing into some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to put back. Yeah. So I didn't want that to happen. Um. I think by far the most promising one is Namor. I think that would be fucking awesome. Um, what do you think? About, what about Venom? What's happening with Venom now? You know, honestly, I would say scrap what n- nothing against, uh, you know, the acting. Yeah, nothing against him. In fact, that they brought him back and just redid the story. That's fine. But it's now since they're doing a lot of space stuff and a lot of galactic stuff, it's very easy to just like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, weird space. Something got stuck on the ship that came to Earth and pulled the symbiote. Yeah. You know, and it gets on Tom Holland. That would be awesome. And I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it's that big of a stretch. You know, and just, just do – the comic book did such a it, great it, job it, of it explaining like, that story <sighs> that you do not need. Just follow the, the comic, comic book. book. Yeah. You don't need to, like, add some stuff. It's just so, follow the comic book. It's one of those things where, like, even though that's true, like, the comic book laid it out. Like, they tried to do that in, in number three, but then they also had uh, two other villains sharing yeah. screen time. It was just too much. Um, but, like, I think – like, I don't know if they would do it, but I I believe there could be a world where, where um, you know, they do combine the two of them together. Um, and maybe it's just a different symbiote. You know, that's not that, it's not that out there to have. You just call it symbiote because in the movie, the uh, symbiote, symbiotes, you yeah. just call it symbiote. Um, but like, I feel like, I feel like you could have a separate instance of Peter Parker getting the black, uh, symbiote on him and like dealing with his own thing and then the symbiote leaving and then it could, you know, but Venom is so good. God <laughs> damn it. Why do they fuck that up? I don't know. I don't know. That movie, it was fine. That movie was fine. It was fine. If it, just, it, if it was treated like it had nothing to do with the comics at all, wasn't anything Marvel, it was just a, its own separate film that someone thought of. Yeah, but of then originally, again, why would you do that? Then it'd be fine. But to say it's this a Marvel movie. This is a Venom movie. movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, don't call it that. Just, yeah. This is an alien movie. It sounds a lot like Venom. Yeah, it's it's a weird choice they did, but, you know, it's all a money game, you know? And and they teased Carnage at the end of that movie too, so I I don't know I don't we'd have to look at the numbers to see if they even made enough money that would be <laughs> worth it for them to to go to the next one. Yeah, well I'm glad that Marvel straight up owns everything now. Yeah, I mean they don't own Sony though, so that's kind of why it's weird. But they they're in a good enough relationship with Sony where like Sony like, has a great hey Sony, you like money right? Yeah, no Sony has a sweet deal like oh us Disney we're gonna put up the front up the money make the movie. You keep the money from like you know, yeah. from what anything we make once we recoup ours. Yeah, and then we'll make money off the merchandise. Like yeah. if anything, like Sony has the sweetest deal on that. Yeah, they have a good deal. You know, I think I think that's uh, 
I'm glad they worked that out because, like, these Spider-Man movies are great. And, and the Marvel Universe needs a Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Um, what about for Spider-Man? What do you think about Madam Web? Do you think they're ever going to do that? It was hella funny, like, when they were doing the um, – <laughs> When they were doing the um, Mysterio like illusions, I for some reason I thought that Madam there was gonna be some Madam Flash Webster, in the background or something. yeah or something you know mm-hmm. or maybe have her pull him out or something. Yeah, I really hope they do it because that's a great story. And you don't even really have to explain her background because in the comics they don't either. She's very fucking mysterious. Right. She helps him out, mm-hmm. but you don't know her backstory. Right. So that would be a cool that would be a cool avenue to go down with him. And then, um, and then if you're going to bring the other Spider-Men from different universes, she's a direct tie into all of them. Right. So right. It, w- it would be awesome. You can get a Miles Morales. It w- yeah. You know, Spider-Man Noir. Like Spider-Man it. Noir. I mean, I think they might pull her in for uh, into the Spider-Verse, too, which I think they're already going to make. Um, I think she would fit in really well with that. Yeah. So maybe they'll skip her for the cinematic universe and just keep it in the Well, in those movies, animated. they don't have the Peter Parker 616. Yeah, I mean, they he wasn't pulled in. None of the, the one Wait, that died, that wasn't the one who died. That was one, nah, that was a different one. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I I doubt they would do Madame Web in both series. I would love yeah. to see her in both. I feel like it would be kind of a hard sell in um in Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's just like you know Spider Man has his own a lot of tech savvy bad guys, and then obviously he's got the symbiote thing from space. I don't know if you need to bring in things from the weird mystical. It would be cool. Dimensional. Even, even be have it be like Doctor Strange, like oh, I sense something about mm-hmm. her, you know, or even pull her from a Doctor Strange movie. It would be cool, but I I feel like you're right that they probably won't. Do yeah, it. it's weird. Um, but there's still a lot of places to go with Spider Man. I mean, um, like a shocker would be. I mean, they kind of had the shocker in the the last one. Yeah. Right? Um, I. Yeah, they did. They could easily bring him back. Some the scorpion was in the first one, but never with the Gorgon, scorpion suit. Yeah, Gorgon was in it, but yeah, he wasn't in the suit. He was just scarred at the end. Yeah, and then, um, but they could totally do. Um, I mean, we haven't seen any of the Osborns in I the Marvel Cinematic. I universe. would love to see a Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter would be great. That would be great, and you could even tie him in like he's doing shit, like hunting creatures near Black Panther, like near Wakanda. Oh and yeah, stuff like that it would, would be, be cool. an easy tie-in, you know. Wait, that wasn't Andy Serkis, right? No, he was Claw. Claw, that's right. I was just gonna say that was almost the same guy, but yeah, that would be kind of a fun tie-in with the two of them, where you could have Black Panther show up. And it, it would be awesome if they did that. Yeah, I mean, Craven yeah. the Hunter. He's on like a field trip to Wakanda. Yeah, like him. <laughs> I don't know if they do another field trip. <laughs> They're going on a field trip to Africa. But him and the Shocker are the ones who've really bested Spider-Man. You yeah, know? so it would be mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, you know, Spider-Man has a nice, rich, you know, rogues gallery of bad guys. Um, I think they might wait on Doc Ock and uh, Nor- uh, Green Goblin just because they've done them before. They've done it before, but like Hobgoblin could be a, a thing. We've never yeah. seen Hobgoblin. Um, and then, which I've always loved. Green Goblin's always been a much better villain. But I've always liked the design of Hobgoblin. Design of Hobgoblin just looks so yeah, sick. It looks a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's plenty of places to go. What w- what would be one more Superman or I'm mean, not Superman superhero that you would like to see them pull into the Marvel universe? Their own movie, a side character in another movie. I know that they're probably gonna they're working towards a Nova. Not that I'm 
I, and not that that's one that I really want to see, but since they're doing more galactic, I just feel like it's going to lend itself. Well, easier. I mean, so John C. Riley is the guy who gives Nova his power. So he was already somewhat referenced. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. Plus, the Nova Corps is now defeated. So we could see a movie of the last surviving Nova. You know, I would love to see because it would open up more things. Um, another if they redid Blade, but in the MCU, Ooh, that would be kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. I love the originals. Well, I love the first. The hey, first one's fantastic. You know, you know who could, you know who should play him though is uh, because Wesley Snipes a little too old now, but the guy from uh, True Detective and uh, Green Book. I haven't seen either one of those, but <laughs> two very different movies. <laughs> Or a different show, uh, show one of the show ones a movie, but he's he's uh, I think he played, I don't, I don't want to be racist, but I think he played Cottonmouth in, uh, Luke Cage. Oh, um, I think that's the same guy. The yeah, um, I, I got I got to look at his face now, but in my in my brain I can see him acting. Both you know what? As soon as you said Cottonmouth, who I was thinking of was uh the second villain, the next one. He oh. would have been cool too, uh, as Blade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome, and he's yeah. got he's Bush, got the Bushmaster. Mar- yeah, he's got the martial- Bushmaster. He definitely has a martial arts skill for it. Yeah, he would be good too, honestly. Um, but the other guy, he looks like a young Wesley Snipes, which is really, which is why I think it would be so cool. Um, but in fact, he's in Alita. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I saw a preview of him in Alita: Battle Angel. He's in that movie too. Okay. Um, and he looks like fucking Wesley Snipes. I'm like, dude, Wesley Snipes. Should have auditioned for that role because he would have gotten it. They wanted Wesley Snipes, but this is who they got. Yeah, and I think. But I think he's the this guy I'm talking about. I can't. His name is like Musa. Someone will correct us later. Yeah, again. he. W- I just think he just won an Oscar, or he was nominated at least. Anyway, he is a much better actor than Wesley Snipes, so it would be really cool to get him into the Marvel universe. I think. And it would it would be cool just to bring in vampires too as well. Like it would be awesome, but I, I doubt they'll do it. Yeah, that'd be kind of tough. So, for me, Namor is obviously my number one because I've always been a big Namor fan. Um, I thought I thought he was just—he's obviously, you know, he's obviously super powerful. He's part of the Illuminati, um, and uh, he's one of these guys who just like doesn't give a fuck what other people think. He's always out to protect Atlantis and to kick ass. Like I, I remember, he—I uh, think Michael Turner did a. a uh, uh, Submariner run where it's like eight I- episode, eight issues of him just focused on him, and he fights Venom, and he beats the shit out of Venom and pulls his tongue out and just rips it off. It's like you talk too much. I was like, oh fuck, Namor. No, he's always been like a, a force to reckon with. I mean, he started yeah. off as a villain. I mean, it's kind of cool later on he turned into a hero, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's definitely. He also fought with Cap in World War Two. <laughs> Uh, actually, did we, didn't he start on the Axis side first? I believe, and it was later on. Um, I'd have to go back. I don't know. I mean, so he actually predates Aquaman, which is crazy. Um, but I try to remember. I don't remember. I've I've read it before, like what you know, how he actually started. But basically, I think he, maybe not on the Axis side, but he was definitely fighting against Captain America yeah. or something. But then he ends up joining with the the defenders or the invaders. I'm sorry. And I, I believe it was um, and great tie. And if they bring in um, the Submariner, it was uh, Fantastic Toro. Four. It was what's her name? Um, 
Oh, Sue Storm? Yeah, he fell in love with oh, her. yeah. And, you know, it, that's where his transition to good started to happen. Right. So, I mean, it would be an easy tie-in for, oh, for both. He loves her so much. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about Reed Richards. Reed Richards is like, hey, that's my wife. He's like, quiet, man, quiet nerd. Yeah, he, also, he also loves his cousin, too. So anyways. That's fine. <laughs> it's a different world down there. We don't know what's going on in Atlantis. Um, yeah, so Namor would, would definitely be my number one guy that I think they need to bring into the Marvel Universe. I've already mentioned a Fantastic Four. I think that would be cool. Which, uh, which costume do you think they'd give him? Namor? You think they give him the green speedo? <laughs> I think they'll reference it. Like <laughs> it'll be one of those things where like Well now he's got green pants and a black like vest is what well, he's Yeah, so I think they'll they'll do a thing where like someone walks in on him changing and he's got the green speedo on. He's like, Whoa, whoa, come on. <laughs> and he's just got the little wings on his feet. Yeah. But I think they're gonna give him like the uh the newer one from like the Illuminati where he's wearing the black vest. Yeah. Kind of looks almost like black bolt, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um do you think they'll give him the, the widow's uh Oh, they got to get the widow's peak, bro. That's <laughs> a defining like characteristic. That and the wings on the feet. He's yeah. got to have legit wings on his feet for no reason. <laughs> um but uh I I would I mean, it sucks that the uh Inhumans already kind of like came and went cuz Black Bolt I think is a really really cool character. Um, and I don't think we're ever going to see him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's too he, he's too overpowered. I feel. Yeah. I well, mean, he could destroy a planet with like his voice. Like he's yeah. way overpowered. But yeah, it would have been fun to see that, and you know, because his whole deal is restraint. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't hold back. But that man, that TV show was a pile of garbage. <laughs> I mean, like, how would you get that character to speak? You know. When a whisper can, like, he can destroy a bunch of shit. Well, he, he does fucking sign language. I guess. I don't know. Plus, plus he, uh, that's why he's with, uh, what's her name, Medusa, because she's a psychic, so she speaks for him. Just be honest. You want to see Lockjaw. You just want the giant Dude, dog. Dude, Lockjaw. <laughs> Lockjaw would be so sick. Um, but let's see. Who would be, I got to come up with, like, one good one. Silver Surfer would be fucking awesome. It would, and particularly with all the Galactus stuff happening. Yeah, but and all then the you could he can have him fight all the other heralds and stuff. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill would be great. Uh, all these kind of side characters. Let's get a motherfucking Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. <laughs> that uh, I think I think they said he might be coming out with a, on a Disney Plus show. The Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Which I could I could see that happening. Just a cigar smoking, chasing the lady duck, like drinking yeah. gin. Yeah, exactly. You know what's you know what's funny about you know trying to figure out what who they should add to the Marvel Cinematic Universe is they've added so many people, sometimes successful, sometimes not so successful, but like um you know, so technically Ghost Rider is in there because well, we saw his name. He was registered, right? I think he was like one of the ones that they were following. No, uh, well, I don't know about that. Maybe Johnny Blaze was, but he, Ghost Rider is in um, Agents of Shield, which is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, that's true. Um, but it's not Johnny Blaze. It's the other guy, the next guy. I forget what his name is. Who drives a car instead of a motorcycle? I feel like I know who it is. I, it's I, Latin, bro. You should know him. It's bugging me. I, I, I feel the name's gonna come to me later. Anyway, um, Daredevil was fantastic. The Punisher is fantastic. Iron Fist could have been better but still it's cool that he's the second season was way better oh yeah for sure in particular the way they left it i was like i want to see more of that that is awesome with right. what they're going with it and then 
stopped. Yeah, and then everything stopped. Um, Luke Cage was fine. Uh, Jessica Jones, I still haven't finished the new season. But Me either. She was, never, she was never my favorite. The first season was so good, it's hard to top that. Like they, With that series, I feel like, uh, what's his name? Kilgrave was just too good. Well, actually, both of them, like how they played against each other, like they were, they were great. You they know, were the great go together. Be- the go mm-hmm. between them was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, but well, I guess I'll ju- maybe I'll just leave it with Namor. Namor would be um, probably one of my favorite guys. I would love, like, uh, you know, Fantastic Four. The main reason I want them in there is so we get Silver Surfer and Doctor Doom. Doom. <laughs> you know, because those guys are awesome against each other. You know, um, Doctor Doom is just like. One of my favorite villains, as far as like, he's not he's not always just a pure evil guy. He's always kind of like, you know, he's out for himself to power up himself and watching out for his country. But well, and it's it's like uh, it was kind of funny when they showed Mysterio and referencing back far from home. They were like, it's like Doctor Strange and like uh, Iron Man together, which is exactly what Doctor Doom is, right? Because totally. he's super tech advanced, right. but he also dabbles in the black magic, right? Exactly. So it w- it's kind of it didn't dawn on me that they they mentioned that in the movie till right now, yeah. but yeah, it, it would be awesome to have a Doctor Doom. It would be. It really would be. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we'll report back from Comic Con once we. Uh, once we know what what is uh, announced, but you guys will probably find out because that shit gets leaked hella quick. Yeah, but um, we'll give you a full rundown when we come back from that. Um, and then we'll, we are going to try to knock out show, knock out a show right before we leave to Comic Con too. So look for one uh, next week right before we leave. So hopefully we'll be uh, releasing and releasing and releasing and releasing. So we'll keep and releasing and releasing. Also, uh, new stuff coming out. Um, we, we are uh, working on new stickers, so stay tuned for that. Um, and, and other other stuff. And other merch ability stuff. So if you're interested in that, uh, just let us know. Let us know in, um, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, stuff you'd be interested from us, from Nerds of Friends. Hopefully you've seen our new little show logo that we put up there um, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so let us know what you think. Uh, what you'd like us to put that on if you'd be interested in, you know, T-shirts, mugs, whatever. Or if anyone's actually interested in the artist, they could pass the information. I, I love this stuff. This stuff yeah. is awesome. Yeah, he, he did a great job. Uh, what was his name? Do you remember? Uh, I we'll can't to, we'll, get it. We'll have to look it up. Uh, but super nice guy. Took all of our notes and created some cool-ass art um, to update our, our website and stuff. So that will be coming soon. Um, so thank you guys for checking all that out. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter what you think, what you'd like to see f- coming from merch, and then uh, things you'd like to talk, talk like for us to talk about because um, we're always looking for new ideas. But uh, we, we got some cool stuff coming up very, very shortly. It's an exciting time in Nerds and Friends. Shizzle. All right, Christian. I think that about does it for us tonight. Thank you, sir, for, uh, you know, you know, taking me on all these movies. That's really nice. Poorly. It's always fun hanging out. Absolutely, sir. And I, again, uh, my name is Cody Leach. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and God bless. <laughs> <laughs>